Kayla. Oh my God, it's you here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today is a little bit different, listeners. Um, It's not your podcast babes today. It's Nicole and her wonderful husband. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, do you want to introduce yourself? My name's Evan. Well, the reason why we're kind of, um, or not kind of, the reason why we're doing this episode is because our three-year anniversary is coming up. So this episode will post, I think, of just a couple of days before our official three-year anniversary, and uh, we have some vacation time coming up. We're going to go out of town, so um, we thought that it would be fun to. um, just, uh, kind of get a glimpse into, like, my life with you actually here, too. (laughs) And you've kind of been an elusive character on the podcast. You did have a, a cameo one time where you were talking about what men want, and it was socks. (laughs) Never got a pair of myself. No, no, he didn't. He actually did not get a pair of socks. So. <laughs> they ask you what you want for Christmas, and you say socks. Don't expect it. That wasn't for Christmas. What was it for? I've asked for socks and underwear for the last three Christmases and three birthdays, and guess what I've gotten? I got a picture of stars. First of all, that was that was. <laughs> don't even start. That was very personal. That the, the picture of the constellation, the night that we got married. But it's more or less for you. Then why even ask? Is my question. Like why? I don't think I that? have ever actually asked you what you want. Well, here's the thing with that too: is that you very recently were like, "Hey, let's go to to American Eagle because that's where you get your stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go," but then you don't go. Well, I'm only in town for a couple of days out of the week, so. And then I, I said, "Hey, relax, send up. me a link, and I'll order them online for you." Well, you know I don't know how to do that. <laughs> what kind of stupid thing is that? You can't go on their website, take a screenshot of what you want, and send it to me, and I'll order it. Well, that's a lot of work. I can just <laughs> send me a screenshot or something. Say, hey, I want American Eagle. Here's my size. Listeners, this is what I deal with. This is what I deal with. Uh, yeah. So we were married for three years together. Four. Yeah, it was four years in March, mm-hmm. and if. You can't do the math. Um, we got married very quickly. <laughs> so, do you want to kind of start from our beginning? Well, we met online. Uh huh. So the first time I ever got online was I got to date anybody. You wait. You had never done any online dating. No, I was. I always met my my past relationships at bars. Okay. Okay. So Evan actually dated a pro basketball player. And then he went on to this goddess <laughs> white belly <laughs> cankles. <laughs> and still to this day you have never told me any of the names of any of your exes. <laughs> Four years later into marriage, I'm like, you dated somebody else? (laughs) So, 
do you want to tell the story of us meeting online? We met on Plenty of Fish in we were early. I was about to get off of it. Early 2019. I was on her flight three days. I was like, yeah, this thing's for me. And then I happened to see Nicole's lovely picture. Looked all sweet and nice. I looked at her profile. That's kind of what what drew you to my to my profile? Uh, you were much different than anybody I've ever dated. Like like me, I kind of wanted to settle down and kind of start life a little bit instead of just going to the bars every night and partying. And so yeah, Evan did coke in high school. You were. <laughs> why do you guys tell everybody that? It's not that great. Not something <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people for a long time when you and I first started dating, because you're so quiet around people, everybody thought you were a virgin. Everybody thought that you were like a baby. And I'm like, no, he did blow in high school. Like, who calls it blow? It's 819. Well, you know, listen, I've never, I've never done the, uh, what is it, the the white powder. I've actually never done any drugs, so <laughs> except those prescribed to me. So but people but people had this idea that you were just this little innocent baby and I'm like, you guys have no clue. I stay on the radar. <laughs> so okay, so you saw my profile, you were like she's the most amazing person I feel like I've ever seen in my entire life. You better stop. <laughs> no, it was more or less just the you were more of simple nothing you know what I mean like not yeah not too outlandish not and that's what I wanted in my life at the time yeah I was also heavily into the church scene at that time in my life you you really stuck around um I mean that was a little bit longer down that path but you know our marriage is definitely not perfect we've had a lot of ups and downs but I tell people all the time you know the one thing about you that was really different for me was that I'm not kidding you guys he drove three hours or a total of six hours every single weekend for over a year because you lived outside of Fort Wayne and I lived in Hammond and you would come see me every single weekend. And sometimes, because, like, we did have some friends at that point um, that, you know, allowed you, like, to stay the night at their house and stuff like that, which was great. Um, but sometimes you would just do it just to come out and get dinner and then go home. Yeah. Like, what in your head was, like, this is worth it? I don't know. I guess when you fall for somebody, you just... Do you want to talk about our first date? No, I don't. <laughs> particularly don't. <laughs> no, I'm good on that. So we met. I got a reputation too. Okay, okay. So we we met, and I mean, I was never really too aware of like too much um, east of like. Lake County, Chicagoland area. And so when we met, 
um, I had never been to Fort Wayne, like I had never been out to where like you, you know, grew up. And so um, when we were like, hey, we're going to meet up, um, I was like, I guess we could just meet halfway. And you're like, oh, we'll meet in Plymouth. Plymouth, I did not find out until later on, is not halfway for you or was for you whatsoever. So we met at Applebee's in Plymouth, Indiana. And at the time... And just to clarify, there is nothing in Plymouth besides Applebee's and McDonald's. Well, there's a Walmart. Yeah, but like, where do you think you have Walmart? Nothing. So I'm just, I'm just letting saying. You, I'm just letting the listeners know that there's not much. Yeah. Like yeah. Applebee's is not that great. I know. But... That was their beginning, though. Um. So at the time, uh, my mom had my location on my phone, and um, she was literally like, so she had just texted me randomly, and she was like he took you to Applebee's <laughs> like yeah I guess it's like the only thing around here and we I don't think we had really talked for that long I mean a couple weeks I guess that's was it I don't even remember exactly when we like started talking I know when we started officially dating but so um you were super nervous when you walked in I went in first yeah Nicole didn't even wait for me and you think like she's on a date with First of all, I did not. <laughs> I did not. But you were. Seconds, well, listen, I'm going to walk into a room and I'm going to know what I'm doing and what I want. So, um. Well, I didn't know where you were. I didn't know what you were doing. I'm not playing my whole game off of some dude I barely even know what his plan is. You weren't in there first. So I went in there. I bossed the fuck up. I had to freaking drive longer than you. Well, I didn't know that at the time. So I was in there before you. (laughs) And you walked in and you were all nervous. And I'm like, just me. I'm like, hi. (laughs) Well, I guess for my my side, I never really, I was very drunk when I talked to her. So I didn't really care. (laughs) Do you want to name one of the bars where you would meet girls? Uh, (laughs) You know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that one with the name I don't know if I can throw it out there it might be infringing on things the wet spot that's what this bar is called <laughs> yeah. Um. so we met and he was all nervous and shy and you know I I definitely had my fair share of dates up until that point and so I was just kind of in a headspace of like hey it's going to be what I want or it's not like I'm going to have a good time either way and be myself and so, um, I was not as into you as you were into me when we first met and started dating. Like, you were head over heels. And I was like, yeah, he's nice. But I was used to, to, to dating a different type of guy. Yeah. And so, um, so, our first date, we were at Applebee's. And afterwards, you were like, do you want to go to South Bend? Like, we'll do some driving around. Yeah, we drove through South Bend. I had never, I don't think I'd ever been to South Bend before. You know, that's where Notre Dame is. Um, we went to Sonic and we got some drinks and we went to Target to walk around. <laughs> and we were in Target and he's hitting my leg right now. <laughs> 
and we were just walking around and ow babe he's hitting my leg and we go into the book section and there's a book in there and I was like something like um Oh, gee. It was four years ago. Four years ago is a big difference. You were 28 years old. I am more manly nowadays. <laughs> and it was some book of like daily questions or something like that. And I was like, oh, we're just going to pick a random page in this book. And so I told him to like say stop when I was flipping through the book and he stopped. And it yeah. was, I, it was something like that. And it was a question that said, what's the best day of your life? And he turned to me or you turned to me dead as fuck. And you go, today is the best day of I my life. It's been good. Yeah. I mean, I've been there, that it was probably, I guess, on more or less the best day of my life. Like, it's changed different. Yeah. Something different than I'm used to. Yeah. Now, if you ask me today. Oh, you better stop that. I know. Um, so then it was just kind of like it after that. You know, we officially started dating, I would say, maybe a few weeks later. Um, well, we started officially dating the end of March. Um, so, God, I hate to think about Evan, too. He says the same phrases over and over and over again. Um, what am I supposed to call him? New shit? Or what? Yeah. I slept since then. What's, what's that have to do with the price of tea? <laughs> um and then I had met your parents. I had dr- driven out to Decatur, Indiana and met your parents. And I just remember like walking in and seeing, cause your parents are like a little bit older. Um, they had you when they were mid 30, God, close, close to us now. Um, and so I just walk in and I just like remember seeing like your mom's face and your dad. And they were just like so excited to meet me. Oh, like my mom. My mom wasn't really fond of any of them. You know, mama don't like them. And you're an only child, so that's legit. So then I walk into this house. Evan is an only child. They have Evan at a little bit of an older age, and I walk in, and there is a shrine of Evan on the wall, like probably eight or nine photos of just like a gallery wall of Evan. Only kid, <laughs> um, but yeah, your your mom was just super sweet and uh, just like so excited to meet me and talk to me, and it was really great. Um, my parents really liked you, but at that point, I I feel like I had done more serious dating than you had, and so like I think my parents were very like whatever about not not whatever about meeting you, but it was very much like okay, like. You know, Nicole's like dating a new guy. You know what I mean? Even though it was very different, clearly. But um, so, and then we really just kind of like jumped in pretty early. Like, I think we just kind of realized that that was what we wanted. What did you tell your parents about me? Um, what do you mean? Like, what did I just rant? In the beginning? Or yeah, what? yeah. I don't know. I've never really talked to my parents about my Okay. You did not. There's no way you said, "Yeah, she's all right." There's no way. I'm supposed. I, I, I didn't get into that. Like, I didn't. Talk but about what about that. the day that I came over to your guys's house? I just said, "Don't embarrass me." 
too late. You remember out of baby books, like oh. five seconds in, your your little Jordan Nike shoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a very good beginning for us. Um, but as I as we had kind of said earlier, I was in just like a very different place in my life at that point. And looking back, like you really stepped into that because you you clearly saw something worth not that I didn't but you were head over heels first before I was so like I was very much into you know the church world at that point and you really did but you really did like step right in like you didn't question it you didn't but you were willing to like follow me wherever it was easier for me to it was easier, and so this day, it's easier for me to adjust than it is for you. So that is true. <laughs> so it's like you gotta, you gotta, you know, especially with marriage, you gotta like pick your battles. Well, we weren't even close to marriage well, no, at that no, point. But just it goes around the same thing, though. It's like it's easier for me now. There's sometimes I don't show up, and then I do, you know, get on your ass and everything about everything. Well, then you get in trouble, and then I get yelled at by you. But, but. <laughs> A lot of times there's stuff that I just I just keep my mouth shut about it because it's not worth the fight. And that's just what that's the whole thing about marriage and even a relationship in general. So you, I would say and that's one thing I've learned about marriage is you gotta pick your battles. Yeah. Pick when it's worth it, when it's not. Because at the end of the day, nothing's worth fighting. Right. It's stupid. But what I'm saying is that like I was in something so much more deeper than you probably ever thought that you would be in and you didn't even we didn't even know each other that well but you still committed yeah you know what i mean well yeah because now i'm from day one and that's weird to say because you don't hear that very often nowadays but what did we say i love you for the first time i don't even remember, I don't remember a long time. yeah i know at least over here Oh yeah, it was at least over a year. No, it was yes, not, it was. Evan. We got we got engaged at nine months. There's no way we you asked me to marry you without saying I love you. It was, I it was probably close. No, Evan, it, it was, was not. Seven or eight no, it was. I'm gonna say three months tops. No, it wasn't. I'm gonna say That's because true. you started looking for my ring no, in October of 2019. You proposed to me in December. So you're telling me that you were looking for my engagement ring before you said I love you. I don't remember. Okay, then. Yo, and that's another phrase that he knows I love when he says that one. Because it's such a cop-out of timeline. (laughs) But yeah, we were just, we were very in it from day one. Um, but you and I have had conversations now after the fact of like, cause a lot happened during that time. Unfortunately, our first new year's together, we spent our first new year's in the hospital because, um, your mom passed away, which was 2020. 20, January of 2020. And you had already proposed. You had just proposed like three weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited. 
I still have the text message on my phone with her being like what she was going to wear to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, what was their reaction when you were like, I'm going to ask this girl to marry me? It was kind of like, to be honest, it was kind of like an old relationship. It was just on the fly. Like, I literally knew what ring I was going to get you. And I remember I came up here and I just called my mom and I was like, why do you think I'm asking Paul to marry me? And she's like, when? And I was like, I'm thinking about this weekend because it wasn't even going to be that weekend. Yeah. I was going to plan something out. And, but I just said, you know what? Screw it. Well, and like unbeknownst to me at the time, I didn't find this out until later when I talked to the ring lady, you, not only had you been driving up there every weekend, like out here-ish every weekend just to see me, she was like, he has been coming out here during the week also. So from Fort Wayne to Maryville, Indiana, where you got my ring, just to make sure it was good. And it was... Like, you and I had walked around the mall one day before dinner, and I was like, let's just go look at rigs. And it was just, like, a cute little thing. It wasn't anything serious. The first ring that I had ever said, oh, that's nice, that's the one you got. Yeah. That's kind of like what you wanted. I mean, vintage looking, I guess. Yeah. Rose gold. Yeah. Do you want to talk about when you did propose? You so then you're already like a quiet guy, and after the fact, you were like, "Oh, you you couldn't tell that I was like quiet that night." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> so we went to this church to listen to this like Christmas music thing, and we had walked out because we were going to go meet other friends, and we were the only ones out there, and it was all lit up and it was pretty, and there was these people walking by two people one of them was pushing the wheelchair with the other person in it and you like pushed me aside to stop walking you like manhandled me and I'm thinking I'm outside this church and I'm like what the fuck are you doing and I just look down and you're just like will you marry me and I don't even think I said yes well no I said yes later on but I was like I just saw that ring and I was like <laughs> So it was pretty a pretty memorable moment. Because I do, oh, duh. Because I do. Um, yeah, but then things were, you know, everything kind of spiraled a little bit after that. We lost your mom, and that was. Yeah, I'm so that. Yeah. Yeah, you. And then it was weird because you, and that's kind of why I think you and I have talked about not regretting getting married. It has nothing to do with that. But like, if we could go back to maybe wait longer, because then I went through this thing of like, I have no clue who I married because you were like healing you know what I mean? Like your healing process was just, it was very difficult. Yeah. Because, into that, and what made you stay around? I mean, 
mom died in January. We got married in June. Mm-hmm. You had plenty of time to see you. Like, what made you stay? Um, because I was, I was a real asshole. I think I just, and that was probably like a real benefit of like still being in the church and being surrounded by people who saw a real value in marriage and commitment. I do think we would have probably ended it if we weren't in that world. I I mean, that was a benefit to be around people who were like, no, like this is a covenant. Like you, we had, we, we had a lot of support. We did. I mean, how it turned out is very different, but, um, and it wasn't easy, but I think, I think back to that time. And then when COVID started, I think everything was just so twisted. Like reality was just so twisted that I just don't think they're like, nobody at all in the entire world was thinking straight you know what i mean which turned out to be a good thing because we did end up getting married and that's what they love relationships it's never been normal like right even now three years later um i come home on the weekends yeah and i'm away during the week yeah so it's like we don't even but it works for us yeah i mean we make it work right do you want to explain to the listeners why you only come home on the weekends third shift in Fort Wayne and I stay there. The reason I stay at that job is because I look after my dad since the beginning there is nobody else. Yeah. To kind of keep an eye on him. So And he's just as stubborn as you are, so if he would fall or something well he just take that last week and he fell a couple of times and yeah. And, yeah. Um, and that would just that would so, not be an option if you were out here. Yeah, like instead of a two and a half hour drive it was it was a forty minute drive. Yeah, just to get home to him. Thirty. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one. That's one of the hardest things about being only child that people don't understand is, is you take care of everything. You know, like when I when my mom died, you know, my dad was so distraught. Yeah. That, you know, I took care of the funeral. Yeah. I planned the whole funeral. I made the decisions. Yeah. I remember being in the hospital, and she had been on life support for it wasn't a total of five days and i and we had seen certain things like we had seen a couple of things that was hope that she would come out of it but it was also like what would her life be you know what i mean but i remember being in the hospital and i was like sitting in that little room and it was you and your dad and me and god we were only in cage for a month and um and, you know, your aunts were in there and, you know, you're like, the question came up from the doctors, like, what do you want to do? And I do remember your dad, like turning to you and he said, Evan, it's up to you. And I just remember being like, oh my God, what a choice he has to make. Not an easy choice for everybody, but it was, I don't know, I think it was pretty easy for me. Well, yeah, no, 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 like. I see my mom go through a lot of crap in her yeah. life. Well, she had had. She was sick. What is it, a, a stroke, like, six months before? A heart attack. A, a heart attack about six, 
six months before. So, you know, health-wise, it wasn't like, you know, sunshine and roses to begin with. But all of that just being on your shoulders. I guess the worst part of it was, like, at least for me that I had the most regret about is when she died. Yeah. Because I remember coming home from work, one of my mom and dad's, and, and... Mom hadn't been acting right that whole day, and I, I dad had asked mom earlier that day if she wanted to go to the hospital. Said no, but she had trouble finishing her sentences, which I know by her all the medicine she was on that they would make her grog. Yeah. So I, I understood that, and you know I remember dad had to go to the grocery store, and I had to help her to the bathroom. She couldn't finish her sentences. I was like, well, mom, I'm gonna call you, and she said, no, I'm fine. So okay, so I ended up. Um, so when I got up to go to work the next day, dad had come in like right as I got up, said your mom had fell, I was helping her to the bathroom. And I told him to call EMS, so I went in and I watched her take the last breath on the floor. Yeah. And it was the most regret that I have is that I didn't have the training in CPR to, to at least give oxygen to the brain. To do something. To, to, because it was a 10 minute wait before the, the firefighter got there. And, it just, that's, that's what I regret every day, is, yeah. you know, would she have still been there if I would have just done CPR? But when you're not trained to do it. Well, when you're not trained, but you're also not. Yeah, and you're not, like, clearly in thinking. Like, what, right, right. You know? So that makes me sad that that's a big regret that you have, because in, in my head, you were an amazing son, and you did everything that you could for her. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess, and I guess it doesn't, you know, same. it will never. That point, which is true, will, in some circumstances, not really ever matter to you. You, you know what I mean? Like well, yeah. your experience. But uh, but yeah, so when that time came to hospital, it was actually, uh, it was a pretty easy decision. Yeah. You know, it was, I, I didn't want her living on a tube or anything like that. Yeah. It's like, she's been through enough crap in her life, she only be on that tube just for, because at the end of the day, that's only for our satisfaction. Exactly. That's not for her satisfaction. Yeah. So you got to do what's right for her and what you think is the right thing to do. Yeah. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong, it's not easy. But you just make the decision and you live by it. Yeah. Um, so we had gone through all of that, and then you and I have had a lot of combos too of like, because COVID happened two months later, there, you know, there's always, because you don't know what life is going to bring, it's always like, you kind of have a gratefulness, not that, not that she's not here, it's nothing about that, but like, time-wise, the way certain things happened, because we got to have like the beautiful ceremony for her. Like we got to, you know, experience all that. Like when COVID happened, you know, your, your parents are like generally have a little bit more health issues. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you and I have talked about like, that would have been super, super difficult for her. And then God forbid, if something would have happened during that time. But if you look at it, I mean, you know, you know, we both didn't come from, you know, prominent families where we were 
Right, so you're, right. you're paying for our wedding out of our own pocket, and you know, we paid I think for. Was, I think it was a blessing that we paid for most of our wedding out of mom's life insurance. Yeah, and then it was yeah, it was such because I bought my wedding dress. Such a such a bittersweet moment because I I clearly had only known you and her for just about a year at that point and it was even like odd for me and like a bittersweet moment for me but she truly was like such an amazing woman and oh god guys sorry he's fucking with a whole bunch of shit over here he can't sit still to save his damn life it's all this background noise is him but um you know, especially going through like certain stuff that I go through with my mom. Um, I do think about your mom a lot in those situations, and like, yeah, mom was good. She was, she was, she was just like very pure. Yeah. That's where I get my. Uh, and she was obsessed with you. That's where I get my um, no filter at. It's my mother. <laughs> she was the same way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dana was, she was something else. And she actually really, not encouraged me, but like, you know, she never changed her last name either. And so, you know, and I've kind of talked about this, like me not changing, legally changing my last name truly had nothing to do. Like I literally, I tried three times. Oh, what it is, my mom is right like we you know her her and your dad didn't get married when they were 19 20 you and i didn't get we have too much in our names you know what i mean and so it was kind of like an empowering thing for me to be like i've literally tried to change my name three times nothing is open the social security office is not open it, we're just going to be done with it so i was like evan's mom never changed her name <laughs> um so like anytime during that did you, because I remember us having combos of like, do you still want to go forward with the wedding? And the night before our wedding, when we were setting up at the church, you had kind of like disappeared. And I'm like, where the heck did he go? And I found you like in a room and you were like, I don't know if I can do this without my mom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I and and I and I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. I was just like, okay, um, let's just take a breather. You know, like you went back out. Um, did you go? I can't remember if you went back out to your dad's that night. No, your dad came here for our wedding, yeah. so you stayed at one of our friends' house that night. Um, but it was very like daunting, and. Because it was so, so fresh. It was only six months, um, almost to the day. And, you know, we we honored her. And was that, even that day, was that, did you have any second thoughts because of that? Not so much second thoughts, just. It's like hard, like, especially like ours, because like mine, I'm like six feet from my family showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I well, and it was literally the that. beginning of like 
I I think back and I'm like, holy fuck, I cannot believe that we got married in June of 2020. Yeah, and I understand that, but you know my family. They don't yeah. care about COVID, never did. No. I mean, they, every family function I've been to, I've gotten no, COVID. No, COVID. We've gotten COVID two times from the same Christmas party two years in a row. So it's like, I would have liked, I mean, I understand like, you know, not everybody can make it. I get that. I totally understand. But there were some people that I expected to be there. Yeah. I really, that I really yeah. wanted to be there. And that kind of just showed me, like, well, that I must not be that important. Yeah. And while you were just going through, like, you were, you were very angry during that time. I would say it took you over a year. Oh, I mean, yeah. not that, you know, you, like, ever officially feel from that. It has nothing to do with it, but... I remember it being like, I don't know who I married because right. this is not the man. Okay, you get that point when something like that happens to you. And, you know, people really never know until it happens to right. them. And, right. You know, and I'm not trying to sit there and say that. But for the longest time, it was just me and my mom and dad. So it was us Yeah, three. exactly. You know, I didn't have no other, I didn't have anybody else to lean on. Yeah. So, and your dad was so broken. Well, yeah. You know, he had to lean on me. Yeah. And me, I was just mad at the world. I was yeah. mad at God. I was mad at the world. I, I was pissed. Yeah. You know, and but it happens. You just, time heals. Yeah. Nothing to do about it. I talk to my mom every day. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why, like, when people, you know, like, find out that you're only home on the weekends and, you know, you work out in Fort Wayne, I'm like, yeah, w- we have our moments of, like, this is really hard, but it normally and usually is doesn't upset me or, you know, do, because it's like you're there for your dad. Yeah, it's not there like I It's not because I want to be. It's not. It's not that I'm there because I well I don't want to leave my friends or I don't want to be I just want to be there because that's where I grew up. It's really the only reason I'm there is for my dad. Yeah. Um, and he won't leave. <laughs> and I won't because at the end of the day, I mean, he's all I got. I'm all he got. Has. You know, or has whatever. I ain't taking a military dude. But uh, oh. Since the Mercedes across the street, AK. Was that a van for real? Yeah, it's across the street. Oh, that's them? Yeah, so I'm going to Um, so, yeah, but your dad is also expressed that he's not leaving Decatur anytime soon. Well, yeah, because he's stubborn. Yeah, well, you're stubborn. Oh, Give me some credit. I, I give you all the credit. I did a lot to I changed a lot of my life, which was good. I mean I wasn't uh if it wasn't for you, I would have you know, who knows how I would have took my own step. You know, I think that's you know, whatever path I would have went down, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Uh you know, it's like I guess it's kinda of interesting the fact how you were put in each other's life for a reason and maybe yeah. you were maybe put more in my life for that reason. 
you know, because just it's kind of crazy how they worked out. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would have been at if, if he wouldn't have been there to kind of keep him grounded. Well, and it was also like hard for me, you know, outside of that big stuff because we were at such like a different point in our life with like being in church and having an idea of what our life should have looked like. And um, it was so, it was so hard for me to let you love me. Yeah, still is. Uh, so I'm, it's I. better, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it still is. It still is. You still have your, you know, walls up. Not, not as much as you anywhere used to, near. But you have to admit you do have. Well, I times. think some of that. My times. I think some of that is natural. Like we're still our own human beings. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I would say a year after we got married, <laughs> we were sitting here on this couch, and I don't know what we were talking about. <sighs> Sorry, guys, it's getting towards his nap time before he goes to work. <laughs> we were sitting on this couch and. and we were talking about like our marriage and we were just you know having you know not like a heart to heart but we were just talking about life and both of us kind of at the same time was like for a little bit I regretted that we got married to be honest would I get married again like absolutely not if everything started over absolutely not I would not no no that's not saying that I love you. I just don't no. waste the time of getting married. No. Because all marriages, in my person, now that I see it, is just a piece of paper for the government. Yeah. Other than that, we can live together. We can I mean, we have, the, have kids. Right. We can have a family. Right. And we can, that we're married under right. God's law. That All that marriage is, is just a piece of paper for the right. state. But I did see a documentary like four or five years ago. I think I told you about this, where this like wedding videographer who videoed a bunch of these weddings like went back to the couples like 10 years later or like 10 or 15 years later and the majority of them who just had ceremonies and didn't legally get married ended up the majority of them ended up like being forced to legally get married because of like getting older and like you know, if something was to happen to you right now, I would not be allowed in the room if you and I were not married. You know what I mean? But see, that's the thing, though. They, they don't specify in proof. You just say, yes, I'm the, I'm the spouse. Well, yeah, I'm but I'm sorry. just saying, like, a lot of people later on in life end up actually legally getting married well, yeah, because, because of some of that. Due to the state. Right, and right. And the federal. Right. And but I think we just had... Yeah, I definitely would probably never get married either. I mean, I don't, I don't plan on getting divorced. No. Um, but uh, if if we had to do it over again, I definitely would. And if something happened to me, I've already told you, I don't want you to be happy. I don't want you to <laughs> well, ever you meet anybody me else. Getting married, because I, ain't gonna have I don't want you to ever meet anybody else. Well, I'm sorry to say, I'm not going to get married. So. I'm the best thing that's ever happened to you. I mean, you are, but <laughs> there's not a lot left to live. Yes. Um, but but I but I think at that moment that was kind of like, I think it, that was like a sigh of relief for both of us to be like, wow, like we 
we both were kind of feeling the same way for a period of time because after we got married oh my god we fought for six seven eight months straight every chance we got we were just fighting it's weird like especially as a guy i don't know if it's the same as a girl but but uh or like a woman but um thanks for clarifying well there's some people out there that might have it well i am a woman and not a girl but uh it's definitely different. At least it was different for me. Like, it was, like, way, like, even when I can remember standing up there, like, saying our vows, like, I, it's just weird, like, like, you just, it's like you just lose a piece of your freedom. <laughs> like, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, like, it took me, like, I would say better part of a year yeah. to, to get used to that, because yeah. it's like, you know, you can't just go and do whatever you want, even though Nicole, you know, is... I don't. I don't care what you do. I trust you. You trust me. Towards her, but but it's still like spending money. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Any kind of big amount you have to have. Yeah. But I. But I also think that you and I talked about this. Like that was a huge thing. And I'm not. I'm not telling people who are in the church world or quote unquote want to do things the traditional way um, that that's wrong. That's not what I'm saying from your and I's marriage and experience thus far, choosing to do things the traditional way in the eyes of church, not, I'm, I'm not even necessarily saying God, what's, what's acceptable in church is not having sex before you get married, not living together before you get married. Um, I truly think that that caused so many unnecessary fights between us because we had no clue who each other was yeah we had no like i mean that's i don't know if that's like maybe what the whole reason that you know by church because that's why because you're supposed to build together as one but if you don't make it, it, took, it it took a lot though i mean even where we're at we still get arguments to the not as not as much not as much as we did before like that was but it's so funny because like our poor neighbors are, from day one, all our arguments are over the stupidest. We had a lot of fights year one about money. Right. A lot of fights year one about yeah, money. Me, I just I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I I've always lived by. I may not be around them all, so I'm gonna enjoy. I mean, as long as the bills are paid, that's just the way. Yeah, I but you you money. sometimes go back and forth on that. Well, now I really don't care. Like I really no, don't you really don't. Don't care. And and we we've, we've always made it like we. You know, I think you and I have really prided ourselves on, in a lot of ways, staying, um, what's the word I want to use? Like thrifty. Yeah. Like our whole house. I don't think anything in this house is brand new. I haven't had a new shirt. Listen, you have every opportunity yes. to go out and buy a new shirt. Hey, I went out to Brookie the other day with the car and they went up 10 bucks. Yeah, he's, this is also the man who is so incredibly cheap, who holds a grudge like nobody's business. Okay, um, but but it was it was very 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 difficult, and I remember, I think you and I were only married maybe four or five months, and I was still talking to my mom at the time, and we had went out to her house, um, her and my stepdad's house. 
at I don't know what the fuck we were into it for this week, this weekend. And and mind you, you still have the same schedule. You were still only home three days a week. So it was like we weren't even seeing each other that much to fight as much as we were. But I remember um, going out to my mom's house and um, her and I were sitting on the porch. I don't know what you and my stepdad were doing or whatever. And I just remember saying like, this is so hard. And she straight up looked at me and was like, and granted, this might go a little bit towards the last episode that we did. I literally no clue. But she straight up looked at me and goes, eh, just end it. You guys don't have like anything together. It would be an easy split. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, <laughs> not the not answer. The point of marriage. <laughs> it's going to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. It's right. Be easy. Right. Um, that's why I've said, and I've told you this long times. And you won't see people have 50 year relationships anymore because it's so easy just to say goodbye. It's so easy to, because especially now with like the online dating, yeah, social um, media, media, you don't have to go out and and you really don't have to go out and meet anybody, yeah, or talk to anybody. You can talk to them online, get to know them, blah blah, and then move on to the next one if you want to. And that's it's sad to me that you won't have them relationships for 50 years because not saying that but it's like you look at them people that like they've been married for 60 some years and one dies and then like two weeks later everyone dies yeah because they they love each other they care about each other and that's you know i guess that's one of the things that i hate to see in this society is that it's so easy to say goodbye it's it's not meant to be that way well and i will give you credit on this one um you have always been the one because I, I grew up very differently than you did. I My parents got divorced when I was two. Um, I, you know, your parents have been together your whole life, you know. Um, and, you know, that doesn't take away from, like, your parents still having fights and whatnot. But I, I grew up in a very abusive household. Like, I, I, I didn't have many good marital examples except for my grandparents. But they were clearly, you know, 60 years older than me. So it was like... Um, but that is something that I will always give you the benefit of is that <laughs> it's a good thing and a bad thing. You don't know when to back the fuck down. But when it's for the good reasons of wanting to like come back together after a fight or an argument or something like that, you're you're usually the first one willing. Well, usually I am. No, there's been some times. Okay, like two, like okay yeah. But that's, but that's, uh, that still counts as usually. If it's not 100%. Let's take a vote on the viewers. Let's ask a vote for the listeners. Fill in your vote. But, but you have never been a just walk out the door, end it partner, partner. Well, no, Well, you did leave one time. Well, because you were. Being a dick and I was being I was okay thank you 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 did leave one time and you did go back to your dad's but I actually think that that one was for the better because we needed a minute apart after that one um but that you have only left one time and like that doesn't seem like like that nice yeah right like I still sent you a text I'm saying 
right <laughs> right and that one was a little bit different I think for both of us that one like went a little bit deeper than like a normal fight but yeah I've always given you credit for that and I've told you that like you're very much you will not just throw in your hat you know believe me there's been times I wanted to many times why have you not because I, I love you and I care about you at the end of the day and I like I said before my nice personal fights that we've had and probably will have are kind of things that possibly will fight over the stupidest shit but um, well because you and I are not cheaters what do you mean cheaters like Cheat we're not yeah well yeah I've never cheated on yeah, I never believe in cheating. To me, it's you don't want to be with that person. It's easier to just say goodbye, my good friend, see you later, alligator. Yeah. Why? Why sit there and make your life more complicated? You can barely handle me, and it's and it's been hard because you and I are both, you know, like all people, we are very different people. Oh, really? <laughs> um, our first year of marriage was very <laughs> difficult. Not only for normal reasons but the presidential election <laughs> but but i i also think that you and i have come to like a very good consensus on stuff like that and yeah, i think that we've no no that's not true we do but we but we've also we've also learned a lot from each other like you do certain things sometimes where i'm like god you're so fucking hot like when you're like why do people care what women are doing with their own bodies? I'm like, oh my God, you're so hot. Like, just, but that was like a big thing. Like, I think that you and I have learned a lot off of each other in the past four years. Like, you know, knowing where people are coming from. That's what they taught me, like, just understanding where somebody's coming from instead of quick being quick to yeah well and because you were never raised in that like you were raised in podunk indiana very conservative i can remember being in lutheran school when i was outside in the fifth grade maybe i can remember standing out on the lawn holding up anti-abortion signs oh really i didn't know that yeah because Jesus. You know, I can people come by and we're all kids, you know, we're not adults. And I can remember people driving by yelling at us, cussing us out. Uh, how, how do you how do you feel about that now as an adult and like certain ways no 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 like doing that as a and I, and I'm not saying being forced to, but you were right, like now as an adult I think we should let kids be kids. Let them be children. Stop pushing our own agendas on them. They are children. Let right. them be children. Let right. them enjoy being a child. Right. But that's, the, yeah, because I... Don't bring your political beliefs onto a child. That's the whole thing with, with this whole thing that's going on now is you know, I don't think anybody really cares what you want to do or what you believe or but don't push them on your children. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting to me at like a very young kid you were standing out I'll never forget. and then marrying somebody like me who's who's very liberal in the sense of I just truly don't care what people do in their personal everyday-to-day life 
because it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Um, And so I think that you and I have learned a lot from each other over the past few years. And I, you know, and I think we've really bounced off of each other very well. I mean, not that we still don't have our differing beliefs on stuff, but. The thing I think we've learned is we just, you don't push your beliefs on me. I don't push my beliefs on you. Right. We know we're different. We accept that we're both different. We accept that we both have different thoughts and ideas. And we just live with it. Yeah. Just go with it. Because that's the whole part about marriage. If two people were the same, it'd be boring. Yeah. Like my personal opinion, it would be boring. And with us being different, we know that we're different. Well, that's how you create whole families of QAnon addicts. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's because I grew up in a household that was very much like, if you're going to be angry about something, no matter how stupid it is, I'm going to hype you up on your anger and make it 10 times worse. And I remember being younger and seeing that pattern and just being like, that is not the way that I want to live my life. Like, you, you know what I mean? But what I do love is that you married a liberal and oh, poor baby's getting tired. He needs to take a little nappy nap before he leaves. And like, you just going to work with your factory, you know, blue collar, and you just like praising me up and down the factory walls because I'm such a great wife. Okay, first of all, it's the same thing. Don't take that away from me. Yeah. But I think it's funny, like when you come to me and you tell me stories about what some of your coworkers say, and and which is like usually very traditional conservative, and you're like, what? <laughs> but you still are who you are, which is fine. You lean more conservative than I do, yeah. but it's it's such an interesting dynamic in today's standards. Yeah. But that was, but that's the reason why I brought it up because that was such like a fun first year for us. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, he lost it. So what advice would you give to people similar to you and I, which in a lot of ways are, are just very different people, but they, you know, love each other and see a possibility there, but might be like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, I really like this person, but these are my hard no's in terms of, like, certain beliefs or characteristics. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just, uh, can't think of the actual word for what we use for, but just seeing the other person's side, like, not being so quick to judge and to shut down just because you may not agree with it. Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, what's the word I want to use? A lot of, never uh, never get uh, tired of saying I'm sorry because you're going to use it a lot. Because um, at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. Yeah. But don't be that person that says, never says it. Or, even if it's not your fault, even if it's just, at the end of the day, just say you're sorry for, you know, if you guys are arguing or anything like that. Sometimes I have to pull a sorry out of you. Well, yeah, but if you give my time, just go pout in the corner for a minute, and then I. You always come to me. So when you come to babe, babe, 
babe. So I want to talk about something that is very taboo in a lot of other relationships that we um, that we have very much taken in our relationship and it does very well for us. And a lot of people don't understand it. Um, the way we communicate. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The way that I talk to you. Nicole talks to me like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. I have never done this ever in my entire life. And probably even as a child, I didn't talk this way. But I think it is like a true testament to just like how comfortable I am with you. It first turned into just like, I miss you. I love you. But you're saying it is like, I miss you. You I miss you. I love you. (laughs) And so, and here's the thing now. You are so used to it that you do not like when I talk normal. (laughs) So like a couple weekends when you were home, we were cooking dinner and I said something, you know, I, I, I literally just talk like a baby to the entire time you're home. Like that's how I talk. And (laughs) we were cooking dinner and I've told people this and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you do that. But now, you know, here's the thing. I hate to say this. Kayla has started doing it to TJ, and she was one who made fun of me hardcore for it. And so it starts to catch on. It's like a little love language. So we were cooking dinner, and I've made jokes with you. I'm like, I will stop talking. Like, I don't tempt me. I will, because I know how much you like when I talk to you like this. It's just like our little secret language. I don't necessarily like it. It's just I'm used to it. And is is that an easy way for you to differentiate my moods? Like I'm usually in a good mood. You know, definitely. Yeah. Or like I'm like you know that I really need something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just being more vulnerable. But we were like putting our plates together and stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna stop talking like that then. And you were like, you couldn't do it. And I'm like watch me like I only do this around you and I'm not even joking 30 seconds of you sitting down on the couch you're like all right all right all right stop this nonsense and I'm like Evan the nonsense is me talking like a baby to you and you're like Nicole I only have a few things in life (laughs) so um that's just like a little funny thing about us that I have talked about on the podcast before but why do you like it so much? Well, it started out as weird, and then it's like, then it got to where I was actually being able to understand. You me. understand <laughs> everything that I say. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Like I said I to you. that's because I'm so used to it. That, yeah. yeah. I said to you one day, I said, babe, I'm blessed. And you said, what are you depressed for? <laughs> but I think it's high time that people start creating their own love languages with their spouse yeah well your love language is definitely time together and physical touch and mine is gifts and acts of service I like 
when you do things for me. And you are still learning that. I think probably over the past year, that's been the majority of our little tips. Yeah, because I got stuff to do. Like what? Lay your ass on this couch. I work third shift. And I would never take that away from you. I don't get a whole lot of sleep throughout. I mean, the sleep that I do get is not very good. Because anybody that works on third shift, they understand what I'm talking about. No matter how much sleep you get, you can sleep for 20 hours that day. Guess what? Sleep sucks. But it's so hot when you come home and you do the dishes. <laughs> but you you've been better about that. Fucking what you fucking twenty things in the damn thing. You know, like I don't have like a few little dishes. I use paper plates because I don't want to do dishes, so I use paper plates. That's what I think right. If I had plastic spoons, that's what I would use too. But no, you have like, oh my god, I got this little little bit of ranch dressing, so I'm about to use this big old bowl to have it in. Don't talk about my ranch dressing. Don't talk about my ranch dressing. Paper bowl, paper plate. You called me Sasquatch today. Well, because you freaking about ripped my neck off. (laughs) 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 That's something that we do too, is we make fun of each other. You can't make fun of each other, who can you? Um, I think people get confused about our marriage. <laughs> Remember that wedding we went to about six months after we got married and one of your cousins was there? And we've always just been very, like, laissez-faire about marriage. Like, just very, yeah, marriage, you know, fucking sucks. Like, you know, we love each other. It sucks. And it's, like, you know, like, very sarcastic about it. And I remember standing in a drink line with one of your cousins. And she's like, how's marriage going? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And... <laughs> We probably got into a fight that day, you know what I mean? And she went back and told your entire family that we were not doing good. <laughs> and it was a rumor in your family, which your family at that point had nothing to do with me. Act like they didn't even know me or like me. And there was a and your dad came to you and was like, You have to be careful what you say. <laughs> and I was like, I was literally just like, eh, it's fine. We haven't yeah, killed each other. I mean, what you get married for? You get married to have that person you can bullshit with and you can make fun of and you can joke around with. I mean, yeah, it may sound weird, but yeah, fuck everybody else. This yeah, it's about. We've done, I think we've done well so far. We haven't had any uh, true travesties. Yeah, we've done good. So I'll start to begin to let you off the hook here so you can take a little nappy nap before you leave for work. Um, We're coming up on three years. Give me one word to describe the past three years. Be serious. I'm being serious. Your hair looks good today. It's nice and lush because you use my shampoo and conditioner. Don't listeners, he didn't forget to say and conditioner. So then he crawls into bed with me this morning and he whispers in my ear, Why didn't you get the shampoo I like? (laughs) My shampoo? (laughs) Interesting. I I would say one word. I would say like uh um, like transformative. 
think we've had a lot of transformation. What do you want for the next three years? I ask you every anniversary, what do you want for the next year? What did I say last year? Well, you know, you started your business. We're trying to start a family. That's that's <laughs> next three years. Hopefully, it all works out. <laughs> so, do you want to tell our listeners about your business? Why? Because it ain't up and going yet. You literally have a government license for your business. It's pretty much up and going. You don't want to say the name, what the premise is. Okay, my business is four parts off. When you have an, a first event planned. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell them where it is? <laughs> like where the event is? Yeah. The event is at the Timberwolf Golf Course. And there's a lot of community events. A fun. It's a real great golf course. You can do get a bunch of holes. Maybe we're a lot tougher than it used to be. But definitely, it's definitely worth going out and playing. It's definitely fun. A lot of, uh, a lot of drugs are going Which makes it definitely fun. Oh, God. Uh, Evan recently got hit with a golf cart. I did get hit with a golf cart. It was pretty rough. And the bad thing about it, we weren't even messed up. We were all sober. It was like the middle of the day on a Wednesday. Well, usually, you know, the good excuse is that you were drunk and, you know, at least you had an excuse. But, geez, this one wasn't even an excuse. We just... Well, I was all pissed off because I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, it fucked up my game. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was shooting right there until, until the accident. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's his passion, and you know, I ever since you told me that you wanted to start something, I have just been all on board because you've always supported me and everything that I've wanted to do. That's one thing I really a lot of wives out there they wouldn't they wouldn't support me as much as you want. Yeah. Well, I never want you to resent me, I like or oh, <laughs> or or feel like I've like held you back. Ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you supported me through everything, and also sweet back to my dad, and um, really told me to go for it. And now I finally found a, what I want to do, and it's doable. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you guys are interested in t shirts, hats, coffee cups. Just if you just want a golf partner, Evan will always go. <laughs> Remember the first time you took me golfing? It was only a couple years ago. Uh, no, this was your fault. So he takes me to the long, what's that called? 
the batting gate, the, the long drive, the, the driving range. And you go, and I know nothing about this. Like I grew up, you know, my, my dad golfed sometimes, but I didn't know anything about this shit. We used to putt putt in the, the freaking hallway and stuff. And he comes, he's like, Hey, I'm going to go in and get balls. I'm like, cool. And he comes out with two baskets with 50 balls each. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, one's for you, one's for me. Um, Evan hit 75 balls a day. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're excited. Um, I'm very proud of you and never want to, what, what did you think when I told you that I was starting this podcast? Or that I wanted to, and me and Kayla were. I thought it was cool. I mean, you don't. You, always want to do. you don't listen to it. No, I mean it's not really my forte. But I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. The only podcast I really listen to is to catch a predator. Mine should be your number one podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna listen to other things. Well, that's more than I thought. You gonna listen to this one? Everything, everything I say, you should find interesting. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> well, babe, how was your first podcast experience? Yeah, yeah, you like walked up to the couch and you're like got like a weird like little like shiver laugh. <laughs> And they said, are you nervous? No. <laughs> Any last words for our listeners on marriage? Um, and, you know, we, we, we're only three years in, so we're no experts. No, definitely not. But, uh, God, which one of the words is going to be? I can't remember. Oh, God. One word. Um, be patient with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say. That's why you want to listen to it. Be patient. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that you were so obsessed with me when we first met and you just longed for my attention. And now I walk up to you and you're like, babe, please get off me. <laughs> I just want to lay on you. I just want to crawl in your skin. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the Costello signing out. Now, now you got to say, you can, you gotta say it just like me. You got to say bye. Say it. No. Say it. Say say I'm not bye. Say bye. Say bye. Love you, bud. Bye. Say bye. I don't think so. Say, say bye. Come on, let's go. <laughs>